This city is a dirty, ugly thing. A monster born of a violent past, clawing its way into a doomed future. The streets are its veins, carrying its diseased lifeblood. Its skyscrapers are twisted bones, jutting up into the blackened heavens. And at the withered heart of it all is a dingy office tucked into a dilapidated slum. The door reads, Blake Sky, Private Eye. I don't know how you're still alive, August, but I... That's Professor Howard, if you don't mind. And if I do? Now, now. There's no reason we can't be civil. I think that heater you've got aimed at me is a pretty good reason. Well, civility can only really ever exist in the shadow of looming force. It's a necessary measure. Used to focus those of lesser minds and spirits to... Higher aims? Well, thanks. Just when I thought my tiny brain and weak soul were about to give out. How very droll. What have you done playing the clown? Let's chat. Have a little heart to heart, yes? How could I say no? I'm glad you decided to be reasonable. Have a seat. But keep your hands where I can see them, and no sudden movements. Otherwise, well, you're the detective. I'm sure you can crack the case. No funny business. Got it. Good. Now I have some questions for you, Mr. Sky. Really? Smart guy like you? That's a shame. I figured you had all the answers. No, not... Not all the answers. Just the most. Where's the girl? I'm sorry, what girl? You'll have to be more specific. Turns out there's a lot of girls in the city. Don't be glib. You know who I mean. Miss Eleanor Kostansky. Now wait a minute. Kostansky. She's your assistant, right? With the doe eyes and the frizzy brown hair. Yes, her. Last scene, shoving a dagger in your chest? I would tread lightly, detective. Sore subject, noted. Well, Professor, I'd love to help you. But I haven't seen her since you tried to murder her and she turned the tables on you. We went our separate ways. You know, I'm between cases at the moment, so if you're looking to find her... Drop the charade, Mr. Sky. It's insulting to me and embarrassing for you. What makes you think I know where she is? Because I saw you leave the elephant's heart with her. Maybe. Maybe we left together. But she's not here. Probably went to her dorm room. <laughs> We both know she won't be doing that. Alistair didn't get a good look at who attacked him, but you fit the general description. I'll assume Alistair is the gentleman I laid out in Butler Hall. Indeed. Which reminds me, I believe you have some of his personal effects. 
a pistol, and that notebook. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I hawked that Derringer on the way back. Gotta pay rent somehow, you know. And this? Yeah, sure, you can have it back. Kind of a boring read, anyway. I prefer a good mystery novel. You know, I almost wish you could grasp the magnitude of what is written on these pages. Try me. I look dumb, but uh, looks aren't everything. Very well. A taste to see how much truth you can really stomach. Do you think about the world much, Mr. Sky? How do you mean? I mean, have you ever questioned the nature of reality? Well, uh, if I've had too much to drink, sure. But what has that got to do with your gibberish book? Everything, Mr. Sky. This book is a tool to lay bare the secrets of existence. It's a stepping stone to the magnum opus. And what is the magnum opus? You don't need to know the details of our grand work. But in general terms, it will be the moment that changes everything for humanity. How? What changes? How is it worth killing people? While I do appreciate your inquisitive nature, Detective, I'm afraid you'll get no answer. Instead, let me offer a thought to ponder. What is worth the things we have done? Something big. Yes! Something big, grand, monumental. Something that eclipses all the other physical and moral concerns. No. Nothing could be worth what you're going to do to Eleanor. She trusted you. She wanted to- No! No, you blithering idiot. You were so close. I saw it. I saw the spark of recognition in those dull eyes. But before the flame could light it, you drowned it! <laughs> Imbecile! In spite of your circumstances, I can see you have a mind fit to serve the opus, and you waste it! Just, just calm down, Professor. I'm, I'm sorry, just calm down. And for what? For her? To hell with Isabel! Wait. Who's Isabel? My assistant! No, uh, Eleanor is your assistant. Uh, I... Uh, Eleanor, of course, yes. Her name is... Eleanor. Who is Isabel? No one. Now stop asking questions. Sure, sure. Whatever you say. Eleanor. Her name's Eleanor now. Do you need a drink or something? A drink? Hmm? So you can catch me off guard. Spare me your novice tactics, Mr. Sky. I'm not playing any games. You just... You seem... Seem what, pray tell? Agitated. Agitated? After what you and the girl did to me, to my plans, you should realize I have a surplus of patience. Right. Now that you mention it, it's really all I can see. I'm sure some people enjoy your flippin' antics, but I'm in no mood right now. Well, some people say I 
use humor to defuse tension. Then perhaps you can tell me a joke. I'd love to hear the one about the private investigator, particularly the setup. Who hired him? Well, if you're asking who hired me, I'm afraid I don't know. Anonymous patron. Hired me by mail. You're lying. Would I be dumb enough to lie to a man holding a gun in my face? Apparently, yes. You had intimate details about me. And apparently a sudden influx of money. But more than that, detective, it's the trail of evidence you left. And what evidence would that be? The questions, Mr. Sky. Observation changes the nature of the observed. You asked about me, but your questions revealed your motive. The girl. Someone wanted to know about my relationship with Eleanor. It, uh, it could be. Or maybe it was a colleague. Or her family. Face it, you're grasping at straws, Professor. No, the facts coalesce into one possibility. My wife hired you, believing me unfaithful. Well, were you? Unfaithful? No, not with her. A few of the less adept aides, sure. But I didn't want to sully our partnership. She was too good for that. But not too good for you to murder. <laughs> Sacrifices had to be made. You're disgusting. I am beyond your capacity for assessment. Now answer me. Lie and I'll kill you. But only after Miss Eleanor Kostansky. Did my wife hire you? No. I've already told you. I was hired anonymously. Very well. You're going to call my wife. Ask about the case. If she's innocent, she will have no idea who you are, and I'll let you leave. Howard Residence? Mrs. Howard? Who is this? It's me. Blake. Mr. Skye, I thought I made myself expressly clear. No, listen. You don't understand. I told you plainly to drop this case. It's not safe for either of us. You don't say. August came home more erratic. Sometimes breaking into fits of mania and... Daphne. He brought home a body, Mr. Skye. He and the others buried a body in the Rose Garden and... It, it looked like my husband. Daphne, your husband knows. He's going to kill you. Get out of there right now. <laughs> That wasn't very smart, Mr. Skye. If you were aiming for my head, you're a lousy shot. Insufferably cavalier to the end, I suppose. Oh well. That knee isn't going to be much use to you anymore. <laughs> you're a psychopath, Howard. Psychopath? No, no. Any damage to my mental faculties came when you and my traitorous assistant killed me. You've ruined the greatest mind of our age. I'm broken! Fractured! A disjointed amalgam! What the hell are you talking about? The rights of Chargarum have a terrible price. <laughs> I was never meant to pay this. <gasps> I'm gonna enjoy watching you bleed out, Mr. Sky. 
I'm told that a gunshot to the abdomen is one of the slowest, most painful ways to die. But <laughs> I'm no medical doctor. My only hope is that you last long enough to watch me deal with my former assistant. <coughs> Trying to crawl away to safety. <laughs> I don't know if your resolve is pathetic or inspiring. Look down this barrel, Mr. Sky. Is there any more powerful icon of man's mortality than this coiling channel? In the bearer, it inspires confidence, power. Its recipient, fear and anxiety. You scramble for a way out of the situation, looking at all your pieces on the chessboard, searching for a desperate maneuver. But I've had this plan since you had me in your sights. <clears throat> Just... Answer one question for me. I suppose that's only fair. What is it? Do you... do you know... Come on now, man. Spit it out. I don't think you have much longer. Do you know... what I keep hidden under my chair? <laughs> <coughs> to hell with a gut shot. Hurry up and die, you... Bastard. <coughs> you won a battle, Mr. Sky. <laughs> lost the war. I'll stand over your house soon enough. <sighs> oh, God. Webster, I need you to pass a message along for me. Tell the kid I bought the farm. I'm losing a lot of blood. She's gotta take these books and get out of here. Call Gordon. His number card in the right drawer. <coughs> tell Gordon, tell Gordon, I'm sorry. He deserves better than I could ever give him. And I hope, I hope he can forgive me. I hope you can too, kid.